everybody, I'm Adam Platt, and welcome to Unleash Your Greatness. Today, we're going to be talking about how to overcome adversity and create the life you want with my guest, Nelson Tressler. And so I'm going to queue up the intro, and we're going to get right into this amazing interview. The question people often ask themselves is, is there more for me out there? Am I capable of more, of doing more, being more, and having greater success in this life? The answer to that question is yes. I believe that everybody has greatness within themselves, and that success leaves clues. And if we can take those clues, we can unlock the greatness within ourselves. I'm Adam Platt, and welcome to Unleash Your Greatness. Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of Unleash Your Greatness. And today, I've got an amazing uh, person on to speak to us, and his name is Nelson Tressler. He is the author of the Unlucky Sperm Club, which is, uh, I'm, I'm excited for him to explain that because that's a, a fantastic title. I love it. As well as the CEO and founder of I Got Smarter. And so uh, I'm excited to have him on today and kind of share his story of, uh, yeah, he's, he's good to share the story. It's like this uh, amazing soap opera slash crazy movie story. So, uh, Nelson, welcome to the show. I appreciate you being here and, and sharing your story. So, yeah, thank you for having me on. I'm excited to, uh, have a great conversation with you. Yeah. So, uh, you and I talked, uh, a couple days ago and you shared a little bit of your backstory and, and it literally is this, this crazy story of, you know, you, well, I'm going to let you tell the story because you can tell it way better than I can. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you to share that story with. And and you're also a successful uh, businessman and coach as well. I wanted to add in there. So um, so super awesome to have you on there because I'm a coach as well. So I, I think coaching is, is such a powerful thing that everybody should take advantage of. But um, I, I want to turn the time over to you and kind of give a start into your story and, and we'll have a discussion about it. So. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I definitely have quite the unique uh, origin story. Uh, <laughs> my mom became pregnant with me when she was 15 years old. And while she was pregnant with me, her father, who was the local trash collector in a small town in central Pennsylvania of around 6,000 people, um, drove into the town square there he spotted uh, two police officers. He stuck a gun out the window and uh, opened fire on those police officers, uh, killing one and uh, critically wounding another. And eventually my grandfather was captured and brought to stand trial where he was facing the death penalty. And um, my mom uh, testified at, at her father's uh, murder trial that the reason that her father had shot and killed that police officer was that that police officer had raped her and she was now pregnant with his baby who was me. And uh, so that's how, uh, that's how my life started. Uh, my mom's testimony worked. Uh, my, my grandfather's trial ended in a hung jury. Uh, the second trial, they took the death penalty off the table and uh, my grandfather was eventually um sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole, where he ended up spending the rest of his life more than 40 years behind bars, uh, leaving behind uh, me and my mom and uh, 
his other 14 children in this small town to kind of deal uh, in the wake of uh, everything that he had done. And, and your mom was not very old, right? Remind me. She, that, 15. 15. She was 15. Yeah, that's what I thought. She was still a, a young teenager. And here she has been raped, gone through that traumatic event, then finds out she's pregnant with you. And then her dad is sentenced to, uh, you know, jail to prison time because of the murder of this police officer, which I don't think there's any father out there who would ever say that that guy, that your grandfather was in his wrong, <laughs> in my opinion. Well, um, yeah. And, and maybe and, he went about it the wrong way, but oh, yeah, man. let me let let me press preface it. I mean, in my book, The Unlucky Sperm Club, I go into a lot of details. There's a lot of twists and turns uh, sure. from my mom's story and everything that happened in there and in my life. And I don't want to give away everything, but, uh, you know, the book is definitely good reading. And, and there's some twists and turns in there as far as uh, everything that happened to my mom and me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I can only imagine being a 15-year-old new mom and no dad helping and and she where did she fall in the 14 kids like as far as age wise uh she was towards the end i think there were three or four after her gotcha uh so she was towards the young yeah and i mean 15 i have a my youngest right now is 15 years old mm -hmm. and you know it, sometimes it just smacks me in the face of what mm -hmm. my mom had to to deal with uh at that young age i mean my my 15 year old you know uh he, he can't, uh, you know, heat something up in the microwave by himself or, you know, put away, you know, uh, the milk after he pours it for cereal. And, and here was my mom who had been through this and uh, testified at that trial and, you know, had a, a newborn baby at the age of 15. I mean, my heart goes out for, you know, people who are sprung into adulthood, uh, you know, in these types of, of situations. I can't even imagine what they go through. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so the unlucky sperm club, the book tells your, your story and your well, starting with your mother and grandfather and then eventually you being born and, and kind of that, that progression, uh, you know, the, the title of the book, you'd almost be like, Oh, I'm, I have this awful life because of my starting of, of my life. And, but you don't have that that outlook on your life, right? I mean, you're very successful. You're you you have amazing things going on. We're going to talk more about your app and, and things that you've got coming out here in a little bit. But um, you know, tell me a little bit about why you picked the title of the Unlucky Sperm Club for your book. Well, yeah, you, you've heard how life started, but unfortunately, it didn't get any better after that. You know, I'm I'm the son of a 15 year old mother. And we just talked a little bit about how hard it had to be for her. But eventually she became, you know, she turned 21 years old. She met a man who would eventually become my stepfather and come to find out that he was very emotionally and physically abusive to me and my mom, almost on a daily basis, you know, after after the time that they got together. And so now I'm dealing with that in my life. And eventually my mom and, and him have four more children. Uh, so there's four, there's five of us now, four of, a, four of the children are under the age of five. And because of the lifestyle that my mom and stepdad are living, um, 
a lot of the basic needs for my siblings are falling upon me, uh, you know, from feeding and mm -hmm. diaper changing to even waking up in the middle of the night to put crying babies back to bed. So now I'm dealing with that. And as you can imagine, that has a huge effect on my my life, you know, and schooling. You know, my mom uh, would rather me stay home from school and help her with the kids than go to school. And I hated school. Anyhow, you know, at, at this time of my life, you know, uh, I couldn't read. I couldn't write, couldn't spell. So I just hated going to school. I didn't do well there. And I remember in at the end of my fourth grade year, I looked down at my report card and, and you know, elementary kids are excited to see who they're going to have for homeroom the next year. Right. And I looked down and I realized that, you know, I have straight F's and uh, I'm not going to be going on to fifth grade. I've got I've mm. flunked the fourth grade and I shouldn't have been surprised. I probably missed 50 or 60 days of school that year. Wow. Um, and it's at this time that the school, you know, is places me into special ed to try to get the help that I need. Come to find out, you know, like I said, I couldn't read, couldn't write, couldn't spell. Come to find out I have dyslexia and uh you know, flash forward a little bit more. And one day my stepfather is walking home drunk from a bar and somebody else is driving home drunk from that bar and they end up hitting and killing him. And uh, now it's at this time that my mom, you know, my mom has dropped out of school in the eighth grade. Uh, she's never worked outside of the home. And as hard as her life has been to this point, you know, losing my stepfather and now having that, uh, you know, task of raising five young children on her own. Yeah. Uh, it's at this time that my mom decides that, you know, she doesn't want to be here anymore. She can't do it. And, and she decides to, you know, take her own life. And uh, fortunately, she was not successful in that attempt. But, um, you know, it was, it was at this time when she got back out of the hospital that she decided that she couldn't do it all on her own. And that's when I, our family got split up, but that's when I went to go live with my grandmother, who was the wife of the man who shot and killed the police officers. Right. And as I said, she had 15 children. And uh, because of the person that she was, the saint that she was, she's also raising five or six other grandchildren at this time. Oh and, uh, you know, so I go to live with her. And for the first time in my life, though, I mean, there's always food in the refrigerator. I don't have to worry about somebody coming home drunk and beating me or my mom. I don't have to worry about, you know, taking care of my siblings and, and waking up in the middle of the night. And the one role that my grand had was, you know, you're going to school. She didn't care how well you did at school, but she said, you're going to school. And that was probably mm. for her sanity, you know, having 15 kids, <laughs> uh, that was probably her only break ever uh, was when the kids were in school. Yeah. And what I realized was as I went to school that I wasn't dumb, I wasn't stupid. And as I built up some moment momentum, I realized that, you know, I could do it. And, um, it was around seventh grade when I'm living with my grandmother that a counselor from the local university came to give us um, an assembly on what it was going to take to get into college. And that's when things I, I was kind of reflecting upon my life and thinking what direction it was going and where I was heading and what I wanted for my life. And it was kind of like those bells and whistles go off like, hey, if, if I could graduate college, that would really just, you know, solve all of my problems, you know, because I, I yeah. equated co college with making a lot of money and living a different lifestyle. Sure. But you know what happens as soon as you set 
you know, a goal that's going to be hard and, and, and going to take a lot of work. That voice in the back of your head starts to scream at you all the reasons that you shouldn't do it. And I remember thinking, Nelson, uh, you're in special ed. Uh, you can't read, you can't write, you can't spell, you know, and, and the family that I came from of my Graham's 15 children, only two had ever graduated from high school. None had wow. ever even attended college. And I start thinking to myself, geez, I'm going to be lucky to graduate high school, let alone graduate from college. But, you know, I decided, you know, life was not you know, where I wanted it to be. I I wasn't enjoying life and I didn't want this life for me and for my eventual family. So I started to to do the things that I thought would get me into college and get me a degree. And to kind of speed along the story, you know, 12 years after kind of setting that goal, even though I didn't even know what a goal was, 12 years later, four different universities, four years in the Air Force to pay to go to school, I eventually became that first person in my family to graduate from college and get a college degree. Wow. That's such a journey. And and how there's there's so much there that I love to to unpack if I can for, sure. for uh, a minute. Number one is I, I can understand, and I, I think there's people, quite a few people out there who can understand coming from a, a childhood with a, a disability um, I had a, uh, also a mental disability or a learning disability when I was younger. It wasn't quite as severe as dyslexia, but, uh, it was a, a form where I just, I just struggled with reading and spelling and, and those types of things as well. And so I can totally appreciate coming from that background. Cause I remember thinking that I was the dumb kid in school, right? My, my teachers had to give me uh, easier spelling test because I I just was awful at spelling. I, I, for some reason, I just could not spell well at all. I couldn't write or I couldn't read hard. I think probably at sixth grade, I was reading at like a, like a second grade level. You know, it, it was just, yeah. it was just a struggle. And luckily I, I worked at it and uh, eventually, you know, my learning disability, it, it kind of, solved itself, I guess, if you will. Um, as I got in older and, and, uh, into junior high and high school, I, I got to where I was, I was functioning pretty much at grade level, but, uh, it really did a, a number on my self-esteem, of course, as I think anybody who feels like they're stupid, that dumb kid in school, you know? And, uh, so yeah, it's, it's amazing. And, and I as well ha- am the first person in my family to not graduate from high school or excuse me, from college. I had, other siblings graduated with either an associate's or bachelor's, but I'm the first one who graduated with a master's degree. And awesome. so, uh, that's like, like you say, when you reach that goal, like that's so amazing. And especially to say that you were the first one to achieve that out of, you know, all of your, your family, all your aunts and uncles and, and siblings, I'm assuming as well to achieve yeah. that. That's, that's fantastic. So, so neat. And, um, so kudos to you, I guess what really, what, what do you feel was the main driver? I mean, you said that you've correlated, you know, college degree to being successful, having money, wealthy or whatever, right? What drove you? Is that the main thing that drove you? Or was there something deeper that maybe drove you to wanting to achieve that goal? Yeah, I mean, one, I, I think, 
you know, the life that I saw for myself. I've always had that knack of looking long term and uh, seeing kind of understanding that, hey, today is today. But, you know, the choices that I'm making today are going to affect, you know, my life 5, 10, 20 years from now. So I've been very fortunate to have that long term perspective uh, when it comes to life and, and the decisions that I make. So I think that was one thing that I could envision that, hey, uh, 20 years is going to come and go no matter what I do. Uh, and uh, the choices that I make are going to make make a difference. And so I think that helped me. But I also, I mean, I grew up in this small town where I was always that kid. I mean, and, you know, you, you've heard my backstory. There were so many people that, you know, uh, thought that I was just going to end up a, a statistic. I mean, yeah. you, you can rattle them off, you know, a 15-year-old mother and, uh, you know, a grandfather is in jail for murder and, you know, a family that, you know, has no, uh, you know, very few high school degrees and no education and a, and a disability and dyslexia. I mean, you could just rattle off all the statistics and guess where that kid kid's going to end up and then throw on top of that, that everybody in this small town points at you, you know, like your damaged goods. So mm-hmm. I think there was some stuff in there too, that, uh, I was going to prove them all wrong. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I think I've always had that edge to my personality that just tell me I can't do something and I'm going to show you. And not only am I going to do that, but I'm going to be the best, uh, you know, the best that I can be and, and the best that that's out there. So, yeah. you know, I think I've been fortunate enough to have that edge to my personality <laughs> as well. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome because I, statistically speaking, I would say you're probably by far, the uh, blew the statistics out of the water, right? Like, like you say, all those things that you had going against you, you should be probably in a gang dead or in jail. Right. For, I would think for the most part, statistics. Well, and, and those were all the things that I, I would get told, you know, you know, people expected from me. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I love the fact that you're like, Hey, I, I want to prove people wrong because I think that can be a pretty powerful driving force. I know that in my life I've, I've achieved things because I'm like, you know, I, I want to prove to others that I can do it. And for me personally, I, because of the the struggles I had with my learning disability, I also said, I don't want my kids to think that they are not capable of doing anything if they put their, their time, energy and focus into it and, and that they can accomplish anything just like you proved. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that's such a powerful thing because, you know, in, in our got, I Got Smarter program, I mean, w- one thing that we teach is goals are not just for the person who's accomplishing them. Goals are generational because, uh, you know, the person who achieves this goal, whether it be, you know, get a college degree or, a, uh, you know, a better job or better health or whatever, that's going to not only affect them, it's going to affect the generations to follow. And, you know, I'm living proof of that, you know, because of that first goal that I set, you know, to graduate from college, you know, I'm living a drastically different life than, you know, people in my family have, have lived. And, you know, just last week, I celebrated my 25th wedding anniversary. 
And, uh, you know, I've got three very productive, you know, young men that me and my wife are, uh, are raising and, uh, you know, all, all these things that really I can look back and, and, you know, see that one goal that I set and then everything that kind of picked up momentum from that one goal, not only am I living a, a drastically different life, but my family is and and my boys are. So, I mean, that, that's why I love goals so much is just the, the compound effect that it has on generations. And that's what we want to do with I Got Smarter. We see the power of that. And, you know, our, our kind of motto is, is that we want to change the world, you know, one person and one goal at a time by changing that person's world. And as soon as you can change your world, as soon as you start believing in yourself and believing that you can do things, you'll never be the same. And the people around you will never be the same. Hey, it's Adam. Real quick, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know that if you haven't set goals, right now is the perfect time to set those awesome goals that you want to go after, those dreams that you want to accomplish, those things that you want to do in your life, create the lifestyle that you want. Right now is the perfect time to set those. And I have this new ebook that I just created. It's called Seven Step Goal Setting Workshop. And you can grab a free copy. It's usually a $47 value, but you can grab a free copy today at arisetoconnect.com slash goal setting. And in this book, this ebook, you're going to learn how to evaluate priorities, how to create successful goals and simple hacks to manage your goals. So again, this is a free copy right now, the seven step goal setting workshop ebook that you can grab right now. And I hope that you go out there, you'll grab that copy of your, this free book and start setting those amazing goals so that you can create the life that you want. And now let's jump back into the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, uh, I love the fact that you, (laughs) number one, you said, you know, it's, it's, you're changing one person at a time, but it's that ripple effect, right? As you know, a drop hits a, a lake or whatever, that ripple goes out for, you know, way you know until it finally maybe dies but by that time there's more drops falling and and so it's that ripple effect that you see across generations like you say and i also like that you you talked about how people if they understand that they can they can do those things that are hard they can they can be better because yeah I, i love that totally believe it my in the the company my wife and i run as coaches we have a saying it's called be better do better so as you be better on the inside and you work on your inside stuff you do better in the world you affect the people around you 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 can have that ripple effect just go out and and cascade across generations like you said so yeah i mean i got smarter as an acronym and the first letter in there is i and and that's that individual that's staring back at you in the mirror that is what our our full purpose of you know self development is is we're working on that individual we're working on becoming that better version of ourselves and working on you know reaching that potential that lies within each one of us and that's the thing is as soon as somebody sees that potential that lies within them that that they see what they are capable of becoming, they will never be the same. They'll yeah. never settle for anything less. And I think that was one of the things that kind of started me on my personal development journey was 
when I real when I realized, holy cow, I just graduated from college, you know, by setting a goal and uh, working hard at it. And it wasn't easy. I mean, it was 12 years. It was four different schools. It was four years in the Air Force. It was, you know, washing windows to make money and, and mm-hmm. you know, and having a family and a son and still graduating, you know, at 27 years old. Uh, it wasn't easy. But what I realized was if I could do this, you know, with one goal, what, what else could I do? What kind of life could I design, um, by using goals and personal development? And that's when I became obsessed, you know, with goals and personal development. And it's been 20 years since I graduated from college and I've used goals and personal development in, in every area of my life to, to really design and build this life that I couldn't have even imagined. And, you know, like I said, once you realize what that potential is and inside of you, you'll never be the same. You'll never be satisfied with uh, a mediocre life because we all have that excellence inside of us. Yeah, uh, so true. I mean, that's that's my whole purpose in doing this podcast and the show is to help people unleash that greatness within themselves, like you just said. And and I, I love the fact that you said you, you set goals to design the life that you want. Cause that, that's what it's really all about. I, you know, when I, I talk about goals, I, I think people get lost in what a goal really is meant to do. And a goal really is to change a lifestyle, like in yeah. one way or another, that really is when you look at any goal that anybody sets, it's a change in lifestyle, whether it's a health goal, uh, you know, eating healthier. If it's, I want to go make more money. Guess what? That's a health. That's a lifestyle change. If you want to go on more vacations with your family, that's a lifestyle change. If you want more relationship or deeper relationship with your kids, your spouse, whoever, that's a lifestyle change. You have to change something. And and so yeah, I love the word that you use: design the life that you want, because you really are creating the lifestyle that you want with your goals. And I think it's important for people to keep that perspective. It's not about like. Oh, I'm going to lose five pounds so I look better in in my bikini this summer. No, do it to create a lifestyle change that's going to be impactful, not only for you, but for the people around you. Yeah. And and I mean, again, you know, that individual, it's, it's about becoming that better version of yourself because all of these, all of these goals that people are shooting for, the one key thing is you need to become that person who can achieve that goal. So when you, when you kind of start looking at, okay, who do I need to become to make more money, to be, to become healthier, to, you know, weigh this certain amount of weight, to have these relationships that I want to have. And one of the, one of the great things that we use and I got smarter is we use an alter ego and we design this perfect version of ourselves, this person that, you know, makes all of the right decisions. And, uh, and we kind of ask their advice on what they would do because they always make the right decision. But, you know, me, you know, Nelson, you know, hardly ever makes that right decision. He's lazy (laughs) and he would rather do the things that are easier. And, you know, for example, this morning, I have a little carriage house out out back of our house where I go in the mornings and, you know, work out and kind of get my day started. And, and my wife, you know, texts me and says, Hey, can you bring in the groceries? We're getting groceries delivered now with the pandemic. And Nelson would have, you know, yeah, I'll get the groceries and, and kind of, you know, she could get them. She's upstairs, but 
you know, but I, not only did I get them, you know, Nelson would have, okay, grumbled about getting them and thrown them on the counter. And, you know, he, he saw the milk in the ice cream there and, oh, well, you know, she can put them away. I have to get to work. But, you know, Fred, who is my alter ego, you know, Fred says, you know, not only are you going to get it, but Nelson, you're, you know, you're going to put them all away. And, you know, and I'm sitting there, you know, putting all the eggs away and the milk and, and putting the ice cream away and putting everything away because, that's what the perfect version of Nelson would do. That's what Fred, you know, my alter ego helps me do. And the more Fred choices that I'm making like that, the closer I become to becoming that better version of myself. And as I said here, you know, 20 years later after, you know, being able to use that alter ego and Fred and, you know, the Nelson is now way past that original Fred. And I keep, (laughs) you know, striving to become that, you know, better version of myself and it keeps getting, you know, better and better. And, uh, and it's, it's like a muscle. I mean, you know, originally it's hard to make those right choices and those great choices, but the more that you use it and the more, you know, Fred type choices or that alter ego choices that you make, the easier it becomes. And again, the closer you come, you know, come to becoming that version of yourself. Yeah. Awesome. I, and I love that you talk about uh, growing into that goal because I, I feel the same way. I, I think so many people get lost in the fact that they're like, I need to set a goal that I can accomplish right now. Like, what can I do right now? Or what am I capable of doing right now? And the fact of the matter is, is any goal that's worth going after, any big goal at least, you're not going to be able to accomplish right now. You've got to grow into it. You've got to lean into it and you got to put yourself out there. And, and if you focus on only what I, for instance, uh, one goal I had last year was I wanted to run a thousand miles during the year. And, you know, for me, that was a pretty big goal because I'd never run that many miles in a year. I, I, I run, but I'm usually a fair weather runner. So when it gets warm, in the spring and then until it gets cold in the fall, I usually will run. But then the other time of the year, I, I kind of slack off and don't do it. So I'm like, I want to stretch myself. So I have to run all year long. Well, if I had said, well, I'm going to go out and run a thousand miles today. Guess what? The probability of me accomplishing that is probably zero because there's no way I could run a thousand miles in one day. But if I stretch that out and I'm like, Hey, over the course of a year, I know I can run, you know, when I break it down, 52 weeks, that's less than 20 miles a week. If I do five days a week running, that's four miles a day. Guess what? That's doable. I can do that. I can reach a thousand miles in a year because I I work at it. I do it every day. I get up and I'm consistent. But if you just say, hey, I'm going to do this right now today. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I, more than likely you're going to fail because can, can I spin that in a different direction? Because yeah. that's, that's one thing in our program too, is we, you're looking at a thousand miles, right? Right. And, uh, that seems like it's a huge thing. It, it doesn't seem possible. It's so big. Your mind has trouble wrapping around that big goal. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle though, yeah. is because they look, Hey, I want to do this. I want to start my own business. I want to, you know, make a million dollars. I want to lose, you know, 40 pounds or run a thousand miles. But part of the I Got Smarter program is we break everything down into a four-week sprint. Nice. And I, I I understand that, you know what, we have to grow into that. But very rarely 
is there a time where we don't know what that next thing that we can do in order to accomplish our goal is? And I think there's so many people that get stuck, you know, that uh, paralysis by analysis is like, oh my goodness, running a thousand miles. What the heck? You know, I'm not going to be able to do that. Or, oh, you know what? I'm going to need really good shoes for that. Or I'm going to have to find, you know, whatever. But the one thing that you knew you had to do and that you could do is you could run a mile, you know, or you could run two miles or wherever you were, start where you're at. And, um, Sure. And it's, it's a lot like walking through fog. You know, so many people kind of, they look and they don't, they are walking up a curved uh, stairway. They can't see where it ends. So they're afraid to, to start, to start that journey. My, my advice is start that journey because rarely it, do you not know what you can do that next step, you know, and as you walk through fog, all of a sudden, every step that you take, more of that landscape is opened up to you. And uh, then you realize, okay, you know, I did what I knew I need to do. And all of a sudden, now I know what I can do next. And, uh, you know, one one of our uh, philosophies in uh, I Got Smarter is we don't have an exit. Or, or we don't have a knowledge problem. We know what we need to do. Right. We have an execution problem. We just don't sure. do what we know we need to do. So I would say start where you're at, uh, and then you'll grow into that person. It's it's a long journey, but what can you do in the next you know four weeks? What can you do in the next thirty days? You might not get a thousand miles, but if your overall goal is a thousand miles and, and in the next four weeks, you know that you can run 70, 75 miles or something like that, or, yeah. or 50 miles, at least get started where you're at. And then you're closer to that. And in the next four weeks, find out, okay, now where am I going to go from here? And you just keep that progress going because our mind loves progress, but so many people want perfection and it stops yeah. them. Yeah. So true. And I love, it really does come down to just like, you just need to start, right? Start taking yeah. action, take, take the first small step and then build that momentum up. Like you say, because once you uh, start the momentum and the progress starts happening and you start seeing that there's progress, you can build up more momentum and just, you can keep going and going. So like, you know, going back to my thousand mile goal, uh, once I realized like, Hey, I can, I, I ran 90 miles this month. Like I can do this 90 miles in, yeah. in a month. Wasn't horrible. Sure. It stretched me. Sure. It was a little difficult because I had to get up early every day and, and I had to be committed to that, but, uh, it really like wasn't horrible. And so I've got, you know, 11 more months. If I do 90 more miles every month, I'll, I'll reach my goal. So, but you just, you, like you say, you have to start. And, and I love that you said so many people want perfection and because you hear that all the time. Like we growing up, you hear that saying, you know, practice makes perfect. Well, I don't think that's true. I think practice makes progress. Yeah. And as you practice, you get, you get progress, you get momentum and you can get better and better every day. Yeah. And, and I mean, again, you know, that, that progress, our brain loves that, you know, and, and we get those endorphins whenever we get that progress. And that's part of the, I got smarter program is, you know, getting our brain that dopamine hit as often as we can with these little steps. Yeah. And we do those four week sprints, but we also, we also do, um, 
milestones, you know? So, you know, let's break, let's break it down even further so that we can get another, you know, dopamine hit there. So, you know, maybe you want to have 90 miles, uh, in the month, but how many do you want to have in this week and break it down? You know, okay, you're going to have 25 or whatever, but uh, now, okay, I, I succeeded there. But what it also does is I got smarter. We're always, you know, at the end we're evaluating and then we're readjusting. So let's say you had, uh, let's say you had a horrible week. Maybe you were sick or maybe work was busy and your goal was to run 25 miles and you get to the end of the week. And all of a sudden you realize, you know what? I only ran 20 miles. Now, most people will look at that and say, screw it. I failed. You know, I'm going to wait till next year or next month or whatever, but you didn't hit that one milestone that that's fine. Uh, we, we understand you're, you're not going to be perfect. So now what you can do is readjust, you know, the month's not over. That's the first week. Instead of running 25 miles a week, now I have to run 27 and a half and, and you're continually evaluating and then readjusting. And, uh, and that's how you hit your goal. I mean, it's, it's not set a goal and then never really think about it again until next, you know, November or December. And so many people set annual goals and that's what happens. I mean, here we are, you know, we're we're recording this in early January. Uh, Would it shock you to know that 90% of people have already failed on their new year's resolutions? Oh yeah. Hey, it's Adam, and I wanted to just jump in here real quick because I wanted to let you know that I am rooting for you and that if you are ready to take your life to the next level and maybe you're not sure exactly what you need to do, let me tell you, it all starts with your mindset. It all starts with how you're thinking about yourself, how to really visualize what you want in life. And if you feel like you need a little bit of help in that area, I have this workbook it's called mindset for success to really help you take your life to the next level and you can grab a free copy of that workbook right now for free at arise to connect.com slash mindset for success in this workbook you're going to learn the do's and don'ts of what you should and shouldn't be doing when it comes to how you think and look at yourself in your life and it's full of questions that you can ask yourself to really start evaluating what you want and where you want to go So go ahead and feel free to grab that free copy of Mindset for Success right now. Again, at arisetoconnect.com slash mindset for success. And go and grab your free copy today so that you can start taking your life to the next level. And now let's get back into the episode. Because that's the stat. Yeah. We're, we're two weeks into the new year. We're two weeks away from, you know, hundreds of millions of people setting New Year's resolutions and 90% of people have failed. But yet everybody does it every year and they're just hoping for a different, uh, you know, they're doing the same thing over and over. You know, Einstein's uh, definition of insanity is right. doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. But yet, People are still looking towards those annual goals, setting those New Year's resolutions and expecting to hit them when, you know, 90% of people don't make it past two weeks. That's why, you know, in in the I Got Smarter strategy and and program, we're setting those four-week sprints. We're we're setting, you know, weekly milestones and we're continuing to evaluate and readjust. That's how you hit goals. Yeah. 
so true. And, and, you know, going back to my goal, there was times where I was, where I, I, for some reason, wasn't able to run my miles that I needed to for that week. And so I did have to readjust, you know, the next week, like you say, I'm like, okay, I got to run five miles, three days this week to make up for the, that one day I didn't run or whatever. Right. And, and you can always readjust. And I think so many people do, they, they, they mess up one time and they're like, Oh, it's, it's done. There's no way I'm reaching this goal. And they give up, they stop. Like, you know, like you said, uh, you know, this time of year, people are like, I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to go to the gym, right? January 1st, man, that gym is packed. And by the third week of January, it's hardly anybody again. And it's because people decide like, oh, I missed a day. Well, I, I, I've I, already screwed up my resolution or my goal. So I'm just going to stop going. I'm not going to go tomorrow. I'm not going to go the next day because I already messed it up. So why try anymore? And people just give up. And so when... I like the sprints and I like the, the way you talk about how, uh, you, uh, you know, reevaluate your goals and, and adjust as you go. But one thing I think that people also need to understand is you need to reward yourself for those milestones that you reach and, and give yourself credit, some kudos for, well, Hey, I read this, i you know, I reached this milestone and, and give yourself a pat on the back. Say, Hey, I, I did this. This is cool. It feels good. Cause like you say, you get that dopamine hit right that that's that's part of the i got smarter program too is uh every goal is associated with a self-imposed reward or a self-imposed consequence yeah. because what we found that i got smarter is that what there's there's two types of people there there's people who will run towards you know a reward but there's also people who will run away from pain. Sure. And so every goal that we set, you know, every every one of these 30-day sprints, uh, we're, we're setting a self-imposed uh, reward. So, for instance, you know, a lot of people want to get to a certain amount of weight. And, uh, you know, we, we don't talk about we, – we write our goals all in the positive. We write our goals as if they've already happened. And there's a lot of science behind that, you know, again, with our mind. So let's say your goal is, you know, it's it's February 7th and then I weigh 190 pounds by, you know, eating uh, healthy and intermittent fasting and working out five days a week, you know, and that's your goal. And so come February 7th, you know, I ha- maybe my reward – if I hit 190 pounds is that I'm going to go out and buy myself a new pair of jeans and, you know, I'm working towards that. And then maybe if I don't hit 190 pounds, maybe my self-imposed consequence is that I'm going to, uh, I'm going to record myself talking on YouTube shirtless and, you know, for, <laughs> for two minutes, giving a two minute talk shirtless and post it on all of my social media. Now, I, I think, you know, if you really set those consequences and, and those rewards, that's going to inspire you. That's going to motivate you, you know, because you're either running towards, you know, a reward or you're running away from that pain that you don't want. And another thing that we do at I Got Smarter is we have what we call success partners. Yeah. And through our app, you're able to invite a success partner who sees what you're doing real time whether you're doing your morning or your evening ritual, when you check off a goal to do, or you hit a milestone, mm-hmm. they're there to help you. And you're, you're seeing when they're doing their stuff, you see when they're, do, when, uh, 
they see when you're doing your stuff, you see when they're doing their, your stuff. And now you guys are kind of, I see, okay, oh man, he, he just did his morning ritual. I haven't done mine. I need to get in there and do it. And you can give them kudos, you know, and, and what we found, you're 95% more likely to achieve your goals if you have somebody oh, who's, yeah. you know, knows that you're doing it and is there to support you and give you those kudos. So I Got Smarter has patched a lot of these holes that, you know, people have struggled with in, in achieving their goals and, you know, things that I've struggled with over the last, you know, 25 years of trying to achieve my goals. And we've tried to kind of patch and help and support any way that we can, where we saw that people struggled with their goals and build it all into this program. And it really is, you know, we've almost made it impossible to fail. The only way you fail is if you quit. And, you know, uh, if these are your lifelong goals and these are goals that you understand that you want to achieve, then there's no reason to quit. And we just have to continue along. And that's what I Got Smarter does for people. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I love that. And, you know, a success partner, a lot of people call them uh, accountability partners or some kind of accountability, right? Uh, but a yeah. success partner can, because that positive peer pressure is a powerful tool to use because you don't like, most people don't like to let people down. And sure, we let ourselves down all the time, right? But when you have to get up and say, did I get up and do my exercising this morning? And you have to answer to somebody else. It's easy to tell yourself, eh, I don't care. I didn't, you know, to yourself. But when you have to tell somebody else that you didn't do that, it's a lot harder to swallow that pill, I guess. And so you're more willing like, okay, I have to tell John or whoever that uh, I didn't do my exercise this morning if I don't get up. So I'm going to get up just because I don't want to be that guy who says I didn't do it. And, and that's yeah. powerful. Yeah. And I mean, that's all in your mind. And, and you kind of touched on the fact of accountability, you know, and the reason that we don't call them accountability partners is accountability gets that a bad rap. Yeah. I mean, you, you have that vision of, oh no, you know, be, because these goals are your goals. And that's one yeah. of the things we teach. And I got smarter too, is these are your goals. They're, they're not society's goals. They're not your, they're not even your spouse's goals, your parents' goals, or your kids' goals. These are your goals. And you're not, you're not really accountable to anybody, but yourself. So uh, we are, our success partners are there to help you be accountable to yourself yeah. and to do the things that you said you were going, going to do. They're there to encourage and support. They're not there to hold you accountable. And uh, it's a whole different mindset whenever you have somebody in the trenches with you that is there to support you and encourage you, not to you know smack you on the wrist with a roller when you <laughs> fail. Yeah, no, that's that's super powerful, and having that success partner sounds like an amazing tool for, for sure. So, uh, so this is an app. This I got smarter is an app that people can download and they can use to help them reach their goals or create, or design the lifestyle that they want. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, you know it, it's a it's an app. Everything's in an app, but it's a full blown goal fulfillment program, and you know. It's a, it's it's all the things that 
you know, I've gathered over the last 25 years. I mean, I've, I've literally have been obsessed with goals, used them in every area of my life, mm-hmm. went to every program I could afford, you know, listened in to every book that, uh, you know, I could get my hands on and, you know, had all the magazines, but yeah, it, it, it's a full blown program and, and it walks you through every step, you know, from making sure that you are going after, you know, goals that really matter to you that are relevant in your life and, uh, you know, uh, letting you know what price you're going to have to pay because all goals, you know, we pay, we pay the price in advance and just all those mindsets. And, but it walks you through everything that, you know, we found that, you know, people fail when they don't know how to write a proper goal or write it in, in a proper way. And, you know, reviewing your goals every single day through our morning and our, our, our evening ritual and reflecting upon how your day went. And it's really giving you, you know, that opportunity to live life with purpose. And it's giving you that hyper focus that you're focusing on the things that are going to make a huge difference in your life, you know, next month, next year, next decade, as opposed to just kind of living life and, and bouncing from one thing to another, which, you know, when you look back in five or 10 years, you, you realize that 99% of the things that you've done made absolutely no difference in, in your life. Yeah. Awesome. So where can people find this app? Is it on uh, Android, Apple? Where, where exactly can they download yep. this app? Both. It's, it's, a, it's Apple and Android. You can find Perfect. it there. You can go to I Got Smarter. Uh, in fact, nice. if you go to I Got Smarter, uh, we are offering a 30-day free trial of it. Uh, we want to make sure that it's a great fit for you. So you can go cool. there and, uh, and get a 30 days free. Um, you can go to nelsontressler.com there. You can find, uh, all the information on, I got smarter and you can also find, uh, the, uh, unlucky sperm club. You're not a victim of your circumstance, but a product of your choices cool. book, which can also be found on Amazon as well. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I, for one, am super interested in, in checking out the book because I, we are, a product of our choices and not of our circumstances. We, uh, Tony Robbins says that life happens for you, not to you. Right. So, uh, we definitely have a choice and that's Victor Frankl's entire premise of his book, uh, man's search for meaning, you know, coming from a, a Holocaust survivor who basically, you know, faced the most terrible circumstances a human being possibly could face and was yeah. able to find meaning and and make decisions in his life that that brought him still a sense of purpose and meaning in life. And so it doesn't matter what what our our background is, what our circumstances are. And I think this is sorry, I'm just trying to sum up to what probably the book is about, right? Uh, that we can choose what we want in life, the, completely yeah. independent of of what we came from. We still have a choice and we can use our decisions to create the life that we want. So, yeah, I mean, you, you've hit on a lot of, we, we have, uh, on nelsontressler.com, we have a free, uh, 
15 philosophies that will change your life. And one of those is things only have the meaning that you're willing to give them. Mm. And you talked about, you know, Viktor Frankl and, you know, being stuck in a concentration camp and what meaning was he giving that? And that, that was one of the strategies that, you know, the, the philosophies that really changed my life was what meaning am I going to give anything? And, and I truly believe you know, we get to assign meaning to everything that happens to us. And if you're creative enough and you, and and you look hard enough, you're going to, you're going to find out a way to give almost everything in your life, a positive meaning. And if you get to assign that meaning, Mm -hmm. why on earth would you, you know, settle to give it a negative meaning because it doesn't further your life and, and, and help you out. So those, you know, go, go to nelsontressler.com and, and get those free 15 philosophies because uh, they're, they're life-changing. Awesome. Yeah. And, and I'm going to drop the link in the description of this podcast and on YouTube so that people can also find that as well as where they can go to download the app. And uh, you know, I, I got smarter so that you can check that out, take advantage of that 30 day trial. That's awesome. I'm going to go check it out for sure. And uh, yeah, the unlucky sperm club, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm assuming I can find it on Amazon as well. So I'm probably yep. going to go find a copy of it, get it. And I, you know, I've heard your, I've heard bits of your story, but I'm so interested in hearing the rest of the story and, and what the, the outcome, obviously I know the outcome is that you're successful. You're a great coach. You're, you're doing amazing things to help people reach their goals and success in life. So, um, but yeah, there's definitely a, there's definitely a few twists and turns in there, you know, from the first page of, uh, some of the struggles that I ended up having later in life. So yeah, it's, it's a good read. It's getting great reviews. It's got five stars with, you know, more than 50 reviews on Amazon. So uh, we're, we're happy with, with what, how it came out. Perfect. So, um, I always like to finish my, my discussions with this one question and that is if there is one to maybe three things that you would say somebody needs to do to unleash the greatness within themselves, what would those th- one or three things be? Well, the first thing, you know, we, we kind of touched on this is start where you're at. I mean, we, we, a lot of us want all the traffic lights, uh, you know, to our success to all be green, but, uh, that's not the way life is. So start where you're at and, and start going. You know, I, I I saw a quote, you know, in the last couple of weeks that fear kills more dreams than failure ever will. So fear only exists in your, in your, in your brain. You know, it's not, it's not anywhere else, but in your brain. So learn how to kind of gauge that fear and understand that it, you know, where it's coming from, but yeah, start, start where you're at and it's okay to be scared. Just don't let it stop you. Awesome. Push through that fear. And yeah, uh, yeah. fear. I I love that quote about the fear kills more dreams than, than anything because it's so true. And and we let fear rule so much of our, our mind, right? Those, what's the, the horrible thing that's going to happen? Well, the worst thing that's going to happen if you don't go live on Facebook is you don't go live on Facebook, but if you do go live on Facebook, you might touch somebody's life and share your story or, or whatever, right there. There's a million reasons why we, we let fear impact our life. But if we can push through that fear and it's through that fear and pushing through it, that real growth and real uh, success starts to happen. And so I, I love that. I love those, 
those little points and strategies that you just shared. So thank you for sharing those. Um, any last final words that you want to leave? Uh, before we no, I, I appreciate up. you having me on. It was a great uh, conversation. I'm all fired up, you know, uh, ready <laughs> to go after my goal. So uh, awesome. thanks for having me on and, and looking forward to a great, you know, 2021. Uh, I agree. 2021 is, is going to be amazing and, and it is what we make it right. So Absolutely. that's, that's the beautiful thing is we can go in with a mindset or a, a um, a thought process of, Oh, it's going to be more of 2020 or we can go in and say, Hey, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be better than 2020. And I'm going to do my part to make it that way. So, uh, fantastic ending words. Uh, Nelson, I appreciate your time and your insight and the conversation. Uh, everybody go and, uh, find the links, go get uh, your free 30 day trial of, I got smarter, the app, and start setting your goals. Go out there and make a difference in not only your life, but those around you. Because it is that ripple effect that we talked about at the very beginning of, of the episode. And you can be the impact and the change in the world today. So go out there. Make your difference. Unleash the greatness within yourself. And thank you so much again, Nelson, for being on. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me today and I really appreciate you being here. And do me a favor, if you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe on your favorite uh, platform that you listen to podcasts on and also leave me a message or a comment or a review. I just really appreciate it. Also, why I've got you here, if you are ready to take your life to the next level, I have a, an amazing program right now that's called Achievement Monthly. And this is a monthly program where you can come and learn every month from me, Adam Platt, Achievement Coach. And we're gonna go, I'm gonna go live every month. Come on and help you get to that next level in life, that next level of success, that next level of achievement. Because, you know, up till now, you've, you've done so well and you've done all you can, but sometimes you just need a little bit more help, a little bit more umph get you to that next level and that's what this program is really meant to be and so it's uh, designed to help you one learn what you need to do to get to that next level and two it's also meant so that you can uh, network with other people so we're gonna train for about an hour hour and 15 minutes and then we're gonna break out in the group so that you can network with other people get to know them and connect with them so that they can help support you in your goals, your dreams, and create the life that you want. So if you are interested in joining that program for only $39 a month, you can go and register at arisetoconnect.com slash achievement. And I am so excited to see you there and to help you get to that next level in life because, man, that's where everything starts to go right and happen for you. So go again, register right now at arisetoconnect.com slash achievement. And I look forward to seeing you on the inside of that program and every month so that we can get you working towards that goal and that dream life that you want. Thanks and have an amazing day. Go out and make your life what you want it to be.